Hey guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Today I am joined by Brett Hagen, who is one of the creators behind the brand Kid Dangerous and Girl Dangerous, which you can find at Revolve, Anthropology, Free People. And Brett has been here for a hot minute and loves the LA scene just as much as I do. And also he is very pro-women and believes that women can do whatever they set their minds to, which is just so refreshing to to hear from a guy who works in the fashion industry. So let's go to that interview. <laughs> so you want to be an it girl? guys welcome back to confessions of want to be eight girl today i'm joined by my new friend do i get to say new friend new friend new friend yes okay so we're gonna jump right into it and say so brett when people ask you what you do what do you say i make <laughs> clothes you make clothes. i do i make clothes for girls guys and actually kids which can sound kind of creepy, but no, yeah, I uh, I work in the fashion industry. Okay. So, yeah. You work in the fashion industry. Fashion industry. And what is the name of said fashion industry? The girls' line is Girl Dangerous, mm-hmm. and the guys' line is Kid Dangerous. And then, What's the kids' book? Well, <laughs> no, we just kept it linear. <laughs> so your kids actually grow, never actually grow up, and they just stay kids. Oh, so it's just kids. It's just kid dangerous. Were you scared of like moms against kid dangerous? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Unless kids started like drunk driving and then I would be like, oh no, (laughs) I've got mad after me now for kids drunk driving. No, I just, I always thought that there was like a kid in all of us that loves to live dangerously and you never really get rid of that. So, um, and I never will. I would live that Peter Pan lifestyle. I love that. So did you come up with the name? Yeah, it was a group of us that all came up with a name. We, we sat around. We actually used to have this thing back in the day called Sunday Cypher. Okay, proceed. And it was <laughs> a Sunday where it was a no like girlfriends allowed. It wasn't that girls weren't allowed. It was no girlfriends allowed. So it was just boys and Sunday and mischievous activities. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where we came up with the idea was a few of us worked for um, Bond Dutch, which I'm sure is... It's making a comeback. So it it is making a comeback. Up next is Ed Hardy. Can Ed Hardy make a comeback? I I don't know. I kept one Ed Hardy shirt. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, the bedazzled Ed Hardy shirts just went for a loop. Yeah, so our boss actually was Christian Anage, who started Christian Anage and Ed Hardy. And so a bunch of us like worked for Von Dutch. We were like, if this motherfucker can do it, we can do it. Mm-hmm. And it was just literally a drunken, drugged out Sunday cipher. What? <laughs> and then the next morning, Steve, my business partner, sent out an email. I was like, are you guys serious about this shit? And we were like, I guess. Like, we'll go with it. Don't really remember even talking about this, but let's do it. So we kind of just all put in our our pennies and came out with, like, our first line. Wow. Yeah. Which was Kid Dangerous. Which was Kid Dangerous. And then we actually, uh, we first, there was four of us that started it. And um, my homie basically just put a bunch of shirts into his backpack and, like, went to Kitson and was, like, walked in, showed him a shirt. And they loved it. And they were like, we'll buy them. And they're like, do you make women's stuff? And we're like, we do now. (laughs) That is the most, like, that's a hustler thing, though, I think, though, is like, when everybody, anybody says to you, you do something, the answer is just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) fucking LA is built on lies. So (laughs) we, yeah, so we, we lied. And we basically (laughs) just bought men's tees and just called them fucking unisex. Okay, but honestly, not going to lie. So I was checking out the website again today because also it sold on Revolve, which is something we're going to have to get into. But I was like, I would wear the fucking men's shirts. Yeah. Like there, I don't feel like it's very gender conforming. No, 
Like, at well, all. And, and I'll ask you, what is it about a girl that wants to wear the t-shirt of the guy she just fucked and walked okay. out? It's like the next... Everyone's walking like the next day aftermath. It's a look. Why is it called boyfriend jeans? <laughs> you want to look like you can a hang, but also like maybe get fucked for sure. <laughs> and like you spent all night at the dude's house, right? Where you and you're like, and I stole his fucking t-shirt, no, which is cool. It's a marking a territory thing. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And then like he asked for it back, so you've already got like. You've lost it. You've lost Yeah, <laughs> totally. I like that is so cute. It's gone. And we actually call it a boyfriend tea. Yeah. So <laughs> Exactly. And he's probably not even your boyfriend. No. But yeah. Now mine is. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so funny. So okay, so there's four of you and the name Kid Dangerous just We kind up. of yeah, we just kind of all like sat in a room and just shot names around each other and yeah, that was just the one that we all voted on. I, I can't even remember the other three names. It's a hard I, I don't even remember the other three names. But you said something that was super interesting to me. It's like that you're living in Peter Pan world and you're cool with that. So yeah. it meant something to you. For sure. When I think that like being a kid should never leave you. Oh, I totally agree. It really shouldn't. And it's like the more like and I and I was noticing too that like with with the generation that was starting to have kids, which is is a much more relaxed, relaxed, accepting parent crew, mm-hmm. that like they weren't going to put their kids in like polos and bullshit. They yeah. were like going to like put their kids in like funny, cool shirts that like swag. swag. Yeah. As things started to take off, we obviously knew that like we had to separate men from girls. Okay. And so um, that's where we kind of came up with the girl dangerous concept was... Okay, I know nothing about the fashion industry at all. Why do they need to be separate? Is that just a marketing thing? Yeah, well, it's just how is... You know, you can't market to guys and girls the same way. Okay. So I don't... I, I wouldn't be able to market to you the way... You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. I kind of feel, but like if it... But I like... Honestly, I do really like that they have two different names. Yeah. Too. Well, and it just allows you to um, just brand it differently too. Right. Like right. a dude's design is not going to do as well as is something that's geared towards you. You'd actually want to gear it towards your audience, mm-hmm. and it's hard to do that bridging gaps being like men and and not that I have anything again. Like sure. girls can wear men's shirts. Absolutely, <laughs> that is a total to get camp. Well, it's you know it's like like the rock and roll t shirt. Mm-hmm. Like I love one of my favorite things to do in LA, which is saying something because I love to do a lot of stuff in LA. <laughs> but um, I love to like find the like girl or guy, whoever it is. But like I can tell that it's like an it girl or it guy. <gasps> the theme said it. The theme it was drunk. But um, <laughs> they'll have like a fucking. Def Leppard, or they'll have like an Iron Maiden shirt on. I'm an older man, so like I love Def Leppard, and I fucking love Iron Maiden. And so I'll go up to him and be like, "What's your like favorite album?" You know, like I'm a huge like Iron Maiden fan. Like, what do you, like what album's your favorite? And I'll be like, "What?" I'm like, "The shirt you're wearing." So I'll be like, "Yo, the the shirt you're wearing." Like I'm I'm a fan too, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is just a shirt," and it's hard. I mean, like, I don't really get that because I would never wear like a Nickelback shirt and have somebody fucking be like, yo, I'm a huge Nickelback fan. He's like, yeah, it's just a fucking shirt. Yeah. I would, I would, I would. And even if I did, okay, so even if I did buy that shirt, I'd be like, I better do some fucking research on this shirt because what if somebody comes up and tries to ask me it's like a, a conversation about it? I'm literally not going to fucking lie. Like, I'm scared to wear band shirts because like I'd be that bitch who doesn't know anything and I'm the embarrassment alone is terrifying. Yeah. Like, well, and, and I, I brought you a few, but um, it's funny. Like, so for our, like, Girl Dangerous line, I actually made a shirt that just says vintage band shirt. <laughs> so it's just, it doesn't, you could put, it's just like, this is just a vintage band shirt. Instead of being like, who do you know? Well, yeah, you're just like, this is what it is. There's no band that is this. It's just a fucking vintage band shirt. But that's fucking hilarious. Which is great because yeah. it's funny because it's like it, it's actually funny too for the girl to wear it too because like she's just like, look, 
I went to buy a vintage band shirt, and instead of acting like I support some band that I don't know a goddamn thing about, I'm just buying this that just says, my intent is I'm wearing a fucking vintage band shirt, which I think more is like way more like real. Right, no. You know? You're at least admitting it. Right, which is, I literally cannot even get over the amount that that's kind of like the theme of this, of this podcast is literally like, okay, so we're just going to admit the ridiculousness of what it is. Yeah. And like, yeah, like I've seen it too. The girls, they're wearing the Rolling Stones, Red Hot Chili You don't know shit about the Rolling Stones. I'm like, name two songs. (laughs) Not that I I fucking can either, but like, I'm just trying to check you. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not adding you, but like, I know. (laughs) When I was saying like, what is an it girl? Mm, It's a great question. Do you... you And like, when did the word it girl come into play? Like... Is was Marilyn Monroe called an it girl? Oh, for fucking sure. They called her an it girl. In the paper, they were like It girl. It girl. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm getting roasted. I don't think so. <laughs> Find me that fucking newspaper yeah. clipping. We were like Marilyn Monroe, it girl, fucked the president. I don't think that that I'm gonna I, have to go to the library and fucking. You might have to get out like <laughs> you might have to get the like old microfiche thing and like put the thing up to your eye. You don't even know about that. But you know what? Yeah, I fucking know it. The, the monocle. The monocle. Is, am I wrong? Is, that's going to be so bad. <laughs> no, it was, it, microfiche was like a thing that, uh, God, this just dates the fuck out of me. In the library, they'd shrink down newspaper ads on these like little files. And so you'd put them under like a microscope so you could read. Because like, they're not going to keep hundreds of thousands of newspaper clippings, you know? So they'd yeah. shrink them down. <laughs> you have to look. This is before the internet. This is pre-internet. Oh, you're that old. I'm that old. <laughs> I am that old. I watched the internet get invented. Wow. I had an AOL account. I did too, though. Well, I'll tell you, I'm going to get a million fucking yields after this. My AOL account, Rockin' Coaster at AOL.com. Nice. After the Disney rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> we might have run into each other like in a chat room or two. I don't know. My IM sound was the dirty pop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> what I was thinking too before I came and did this, I was like, what is a knit girl? I was like thinking yeah. to myself. Could you imagine if you like were on like online dating now is like pretty big. Huge. So I was like, could you imagine if someone's like I'm an it girl. And you like expected like an it girl and she came and she showed up. She's like, no, I work in IT. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, <laughs> I thought that was a good joke. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't laugh. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not as smart as you are. Okay? Okay? No, but like, I, I feel you. So like, what is an it girl? In my mind, I mean, I'm dating myself, but I think like it girl, like I think like, the Blair Waldorf's, the Serena Vanderwoodson's, the Paris Hilton, the Britney Spears. Like, I think that, the Regina George's, but also everyone in that Mean Girls movie. Like, that mentality of, like, thinking confidence, you're above it. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. Yeah, you're a bitch with the IT in it. See? <laughs> I like that. Right. But, like, what if you just want a girl that works in, like, IT that plays with computers? Uh, we don't <laughs> There's an it girl that actually is into computers. And she probably goes on dates every fucking night. So I'm sure she fucking does. So she's fucking killing it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) It's so funny. But we've seen the it girl wearing the band shirt in LA. I know, of course. Of course. course. It's probably a trope. It is. So. Like, if any it girls out there want to wear my stuff and blast it. Bring it. See, now, that's a good point, though. It's like now the it girl, I feel like, is the Instagram follower. Of course. With like 500K. And it's the ticket to talker. Oh, my God. The ticket talk. Yeah. I love the TikTok. I know. I'm, I've am i got to up my game. I, I, is there not... a boy or girl, boy dangerous? I'm starting a whole new line. Kid dangerous. Girl dangerous TikTok? I just started one. So, um, yeah, I'm... Trying to <laughs> trying to dust off the cobwebs, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's a thing. It's, no, so. it's, and it's constantly changing. I'll hire somebody to do it. Yeah, exactly. That was I was like, just it won't be me. 
Like, no, wrong. It won't be me. No. I'm more of like a mushrooms fucking Joshua Tree kind of guy. Like, no, no, I won't be TikToking. Well, see, that's the funny part to me, too, because, like, I do totally get that vibe from you, which is funny to me because, like, there is, like, totally, I I think more Venice when I think of you. But you live in a a Hollywoodish area. Yeah. So, like, why LA? I grew up in Colorado, so I, I wanted I wanted to get to either New York or, or L.A., and um, the weather's just so much better. I almost spit out my beer. Well, when it's, when it's funny, too, because, like, I have a bunch of friends that, like, moved to New York. I, I love this about New Yorkers. They're like, New York's so much fucking better than L.A., and I'm like, I didn't even ask you, dude. <laughs> Like, and it, I almost feel like they have to prove how much better it is. And you're like, why are you constantly telling me how much better it is? I don't give a fuck. And I didn't ask you. And like, there's no, like, it's interesting. Like, I, I go out for work quite a bit to New York. And like, I, I fucking love New York. It's great. But um, it's a concrete jungle out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I love in LA, like how I could jump in my car and I could be in Napa. I could be you know, in the mountains, I could be by the ocean. The, the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. Like I like to play golf sometimes. And um, I always tell my New York friends, I'm like, what if you like want to leave the office early and like go play golf? They're like, well, you grab your clubs, you go down, you hit the seven train to the six train. Then you grab, I'm like, your clubs on the fucking subway? Like <laughs> what? Don't even try to sell that shit to me. No way. I'm like, you just can't do it. LA was a, a pretty basic choice for me. I, I love it out here. I do too. And everyone's bagging on LA too now. Like just it's like this week. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was just everyone's just kind of like saying that the ta- like blah 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 blah. And I, I love this place. I do too. I'm like very very my soul here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I feel the same exact way. Like I do feel like especially right now, LA is kind of getting like a bad rap. But the truth is, like, even at its worst, I'd rather not be anywhere fucking else. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a, like, even the people, yes, I will totally all say it, that there are people that are shallow here. There are people that, like, are. There's people shallow everywhere. Everywhere. So. And here, people just feel more comfortable to be shallow, maybe publicly than privately. But, like, at the same time, like, my best friends all live in California or LA. And it's like, you work hard to stay here and that's, yeah. that's the thing. Well, like I think too, like anywhere you go, you are who you surround yourself with. So oh. there's fake people everywhere. Yes. So there's fake people in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. You know? So it's like, I mean, everyone's always like, everyone out there is shallow. I'm like, well, you must just be hanging out with the wrong fucking people. I'm like, not all of us are influencers. No, <laughs> no. Not saying that all influencers are shallow. It's just like, it's not what you think, which is a huge part of what like this podcast is about. Is like it is not what you think. Like there are plenty of people here who live a very normal life. Yeah. And people just don't I didn't know it. Well, there's a lot of like artists out here that are trying to create cool shit. I feel like the negative stuff gets posted more than like all the good stuff sure. that happens out here. Well, that sells more. Yeah. And um I don't know. I mean, I I'd go anywhere and make the best of it. So you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of one of those things where it's just I people talk shit, and I'm like, dude, I don't talk shit about your place that you live in. And like, yes, like we've had some COVID problems with with this whole situation, but like, I've been living my best life. You know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm closer to the people I've met recently. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, like, it's not just like us going out every weekend and getting fucked for up. For sure. For sure. I do feel way closer to my network. So there are there are good people in LA. It's a good point that LA isn't what people think. Yeah. So when did you move here? I moved here in 2000. Uh, hold on. Let me do some math here. Ooh. Is that a good skill of yours or no? It's the fucking worst skill of mine ever. I'm so bad. 2006. So that would be... So I think it's 16 years. Wow. Some of that? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So 2006. And what is... 
Kid Danger is already in the works for you. Oh, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> no not no. at <laughs> Came out here. I, I like wanted to work in fashion because my my dad was a wholesale rep. So he used okay. to sell like skis and snowboard jackets and shit like that. And so like I grew up in the resale business. So I just knew I, I, I wanted to get into that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I um, came out here. I had a goal in mind. What was the goal? To fucking start a clothing line. Okay, so you, yeah. you really... I, I did, but I didn't know who, what, how, when, where, why. I, but I feel exactly the same. Like, I came out here, same exact thing, being like, I'm going to live in LA. I'm going to be in entertainment business. Wherever that cookie crumbles, fine. But like, yes, like I relate to that so hard because it's like, you can come out here with such a clear idea and there's so many different ways to get started. For sure. And I think you need to be open to like opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, and like you never know what is going to happen and how you're going to get there. So you just need to be accepting and just meeting people and like taking on different projects. So maybe you're not even like even skilled enough to accept, but you just sure. do it because you're like, fuck it, I'll figure it out later. Right. You know? No, but that's a huge, I think that's a huge part of the city is like, if you are willing to do whatever it is, just because it's somewhat attached to the thing you think you have an interest in. Yeah. It will, it will get you places. Well, like I was always really into music. So I knew that like bands were getting fucked on merch really bad. Whoa. So I just knew that. I never knew that. Oh yeah. Go into that. Like bands. So bands sign like 360 deals. So that means that they get a, they get signed to a label and then they handle all their licensing and merch. Okay. So bands will take it because they're like, yo, like I got to check. Sure. We've been struggling for a while. Like we've made it and they'll cut them a check, but the backline stuff that ends up like fucking them. So like they don't get to like create their own merch and they get taken away a lot of like the proceeds from the merch that they make. What? So yeah, oh yeah, that's that's been going on for ages. So now what's happened, which is really fucking cool, is like bands don't actually need a label anymore because mm. the internet allows you like the cream rises at the top. Right. So like a band, if it's good, they don't need to be promoted anymore because like it spreads like wildfire. Perfect. So they can actually like take control of their own merch mm. and instead of only getting 30% of their merch sales. So like, I can just make my own merch, host my own website and get 100% of the sales. Wow. So I always thought that was really rad that this is happening with like artists and stuff too because like, now you can promote yourself Mm -hmm. with social media. The artists are starting to take control away from those big wig corporate heads. Right. And so I, and I want to help them with that. So like, that was like another like motivating piece for me is like, I wanted to like make bands merch. So like I make a bunch of bands merch. I won't go into like who, what, how, and where. Okay. But, um, we'll have you back. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) Well, I just don't want to like throw them under the bus. Cause like, no, people think it's coming from their office, but it's not. Okay. And they get 100% of the sales. Wow. So, yeah. No, that's, but that's like also because you're putting it back in the creative's hand. 100%. Which I think is so important right now because I think for a long time, creatives have actually been kind of robbed. Absolutely. Which... Forever. Been taken advantage of by like rich fucks that like have literally been taking creative smart people who don't have time to like read through contracts you know what i mean it's another fucking language yeah you have to go then you have to go hire someone to read you that contract and explain you what it is for them to read you what that contract actually says and then on the back end of it you don't even know if that lawyer has a deal oh for sure so like you can get so fucked out of that too and like there's been like accountants numerous times like throughout like celebrity and and musicians like history like accountants have literally left people broke as fuck they're like i didn't know where the money went and they're like the account was just siphoning money off the whole time and it's just it's we need to take the power back right you know what i mean and it's happening yeah that's the product yeah and like it's so you don't need them no they need you yeah totally that's that's also the fucked up thing i don't get me wrong love you la but that's the fuck up thing about LA is like you thinking that the people that are the corporate, the agent, the whatever, that they own you. No, you actually pay them. 
But it's like a very hard line to understand when you just want it so bad. Yeah, well, and what they do is they take advantage of like how bad you want it mm-hmm. and what they can offer you. Oh, yeah. So you're desperate. And they know that. <laughs> they know it. So, like, that's, that's what's starting to happen is, like, now they're desperate. Mm-hmm. And they need content. It's like, now it's, like, really cool, like, actors as well. And, like, you know, like, in the movie industry is, like, actors are starting to become producers. Right. Which is rad. Because no, now they're that. like, fuck you, I'll produce my own shit. Right. And I'll start my own production company where I actually will fund it. I'll get my friends to fund it. Mm-hmm. And we can just make our own shit. And on top of it, they're the names. Oh, yeah. Like, if I, I mean, I'm an actor, so, like, I know some good producer's name in Iowa, like, whatever. Like, she doesn't know the producer's name, but she knows the actor's name. So, if I see her name as the producer, yeah, you know I'm going to watch that. Oh, for sure. It's just such a wild, 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 wild. Well, it's, it's cool because, like, we're we're starting to take the power back. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people are the power like if we if we stop going to see movies or stop listening to certain types of music the shit will die out mm-hmm. so it's like we actually as a community as like the people have the power because mm-hmm. if they're not like if we all were like okay like Taylor Swift can't get her music back because like remember fucking it got bought from her mm-hmm. if we were like we're just gonna not show up to her shows that would immediately like send a charge with they're like right. we gotta give her a music back gotta give it back yeah Well, and that's the number, like, Dave Chappelle said that recently. He was like, I'm going to my number one boss, which is the audience. Yeah. Because that's the consumer. That, at the end of the day, that is the person who is buying the thing. Well, it's, like, interesting, like, do you think, I haven't seen the movie. I I love going to the theater. Me too. It's been a while. Sad. (laughs) It's been a while. I, like, forget the movie theater. I forget what it's like to eat buttery-ass popcorn. I fucking love buttery-ass popcorn. It's, like, one of my favorites. And, like, that movie theater popcorn is fire. I like when you can dispense it yourself. Yeah, for sure. You know what the trick is? For you people that don't know this. I don't know how many people fucking listen to this, but I'll tell you what. You have the guy, so you have the guy fill your popcorn halfway. I literally do. Butter it, then go back, have him fill the other half, then butter it again. So then it's evenly buttered all the way through. Otherwise, you're just drenching the top and it never makes it to the bottom. Okay, so I have a slightly different method, but we're on the same path. So I literally ask for a second box. I'm like, okay, (laughs) can I get the bag? And then I go, can I have the box? And I split it in half. Nice. And I put butter on it and I put it back together and I like, Nice. Yeah, That's so, a good move. Yeah, different methods, you know, but still both both effective. We're on the road. And <laughs> like you're doing better than I am because if I'm late for a movie, I have to go, I have to fucking run back to the guy. He's pissed because then I have to like get him to re butter my shit. Like I like your method. I like Yeah, you know, just ask But like are you gonna be prepared to like sit like I don't give a like. I will sit in the movie that I don't give a fuck. Right now, I mean, socially distanced. I want to be politically correct. <laughs> socially <laughs> distanced. <laughs> I mean, I guess I wish that California was doing the rent your own movie theater thing. Like yeah, other states. Are. I think they are. Are they going? I actually think they are. I would do it in a heartbeat. Which means we all know you can get a blowjob in the back. <laughs> okay, so I'm literally dying to know this though. How are you the most connected person in LA? I'm not. I'm really, no, I'm really not. I, I think um, that's a lie. <laughs> I think, like, the one thing that I've, like, figured out in this city is just, like, be nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, once you start to figure that out and, like, not treat people like celebrities, you can start to work your way up. Mm-hmm. And just... People are people. You know what I mean? Like, humans are humans. So it's like, I understand that, like, you might want to, like, geek out in front of fucking Zac Efron, but, like, he's just a human, you know? So the more relatable and human you can act in in front of these people, I think you gain a, a ton of respect. Mm-hmm. So I've just always, I, and maybe it's just because I've, like, eaten psychedelics. I don't know. <laughs> but... Yeah, I've just always been like, they're just people. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
There's a ton of respect for that. Also to piggyback off of that, from being somebody who works in the fashion industry and lives in LA, you don't seem very like clout chasing. Like you're kind of like, oh, I met some cool people. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and, and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't like to like name drop or like any of that shit. It's just like, enjoy the moment you're in and the people you're with. And I think it's just a lot easier than trying to like prove where you've been or, or what you've done or who you've been with. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. You don't care. I, I don't care. Have you always been that way? Yeah, I have. Wow. No. Where did that come from? I, you know, like, so my mom, my mom was a professional tennis player, like, Back in the day. So um, my mom's like, don't want to date her, but um, she's in her 70s. I won't, I won't, I won't give my the number. Uh, I won't give the number. I won't give the number for her. For her. She's in her 20s, um, maybe. She's, she's, she literally would outrun any motherfucker in his 20s. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she was a professional tennis player. So she turned pro at 18. She turned pro. That's young. Yeah. Back in the, like the 60s. That's so, younger. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, she was like best friends with like Billie Jean King and like the whole crew. Love her. So, yeah. She was my fifth grade hero. I love that. Literally was. Yeah. Yeah, my mom um, was a tennis player like back in the day before like women's tennis was even – what it a is now. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even, they didn't even have their own pro circuit. Wow. So my mom was like one of the original women that brought women's tennis to professional level where they actually got paid. It's funny because it was actually called the Virginia Slims Tour. And I don't know if you ever remember like Virginia Slims, but it was like a girl in like a super cute striped shirt mm-hmm. with a mad short skirt, skinny legs. Right. Kicking it. Smoking a cigarette. The long ass cigarette. The long ass cigarette. Yeah. And um, that was like their pitch was they were like Virginia Slims. And uh, my mom, my mom never smoked. I don't know why, but on the changeover for every single time they would Mm -hmm. play tennis, on the changeovers, instead of Gatorade, they'd give them cigarettes. Shut the fuck up. Swear to God. Yeah. Because like they thought it was good for you. Right. Not what we They had no idea. Yeah. They're like, dude, this shit gives you energy fire really like yeah and then like they like give them cigarettes on the sideline and be like smoke this before you go out and play which is fucking insane to think about but also that's just show so showcasing that it's mine though for matter oh yeah (laughs) well it's like also too like why are you like sponsoring women's tennis with cigarettes maybe they just didn't know or they did know and they didn't care and they didn't care (laughs) exactly so um yeah so she she grew up went pro at 18 and um she's a horrible cook because she never (laughs) spent any time in the kitchen oh (laughs) yeah we have my mom we always like rag on my mom because like she's just the most amazing fucking lady in the entire world, oh. but a bad cook. <laughs> so we always like, it's me and my brother. So she had boys mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we, we always used to rag on her. She's just never spent any time in the kid. Like she's, she didn't just do didn't. it. Yeah. She's busy. Yeah. She's busy. She's busy. Yeah. And like, I always like, I'm a huge mama's boy. Mm-hmm. So I've always been like, my mom was just like the strongest woman I've ever met in my entire life. So I've always been very much like attracted to just women mm-hmm. and the ability that like women have to be powerful. And um, I apologize. We've been holding you down. And I like I as a man can say I can't speak for all men, but we suck. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but like it, it's so honestly fucking cool to sit on this other side of this table and hear somebody say that and just be like I don't have any not belief that women could fucking kill whatever they try to oh, 100%. Like, and like you're very normal like you know not like you know cooked cooked out there in the middle of Iowa being like feminist. you're just like actually in an industry where women are trying to work every day. I mean, I'm sure with your job, you're around actors and models and you don't have any disbelief that they could, couldn't do any. Oh, absolutely. And like, I think like the, we don't have periods. Oh, like you girls once a month, literally battle bleed, 
and like battle like an actual like interpersonal battle <laughs> that like you make look easy make you a have fucking to. man go through that oh. shit and like it, it's just like it's I, the amount of respect I have for women is just it's outstanding. Like, I really, it's funny. Like, my, my girlfriend's like very, like, feminist. Like, she is likes that why so, you're dating her too? Uh, probably. Yeah. Um, probably. I feel like that makes it hard for you not to. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And um, she was showing me this article that, like, women actually don't need. There's like a, a organism that, like, if women get this, they can actually get pregnant without men. And I'm like, now. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so... You're irrelevant. We actually are irrelevant <laughs> now. Irrelevant. Because that was the only reason, like, you girls were keeping this around. It wasn't for, like, anything else besides the fact that, like, yo, I need you to reproduce. Right. But now, we don't even offer that. But the funny part is, like, they always talk about women getting used, but it's like, mm, now we're just going to be using men. Oh, <laughs> I feel like women content too is it's like it's so much more intuitive and like guys are just like they're they're very like one track minded mm. they're like I want to vote this girl like, you know what I mean like sure. it's, it's very like ignorant okay and and a lot of times I'm not like generalizing not all, all men sure. of course the majority no, I which sucks and and it sucks because like there are good guys out there mm-hmm. but we've been washed out by like a lot of shitting <laughs> you know what i mean yeah no For sure. no it's very true like the narratives that come out of male-based content like which is such a broad word now but like i think more just tv and film it's very basic like girl meets guy guy meets yeah. girl like that's the baseline of it but it's like there's so much more to both stories like there's so much more involved with the male complex a female complex than just like you meet someone and happily fucking ever after yeah which annoys the fuck out of me well it was like what i what i find interesting too is like how many girls out there have like dropped a roofie in a dude's drink and been like slim nut i'm gonna fuck this dude tonight all you have to do to be like i'm gonna fuck this dude tonight is just say you want to that's so funny if i can say that i literally asked the tour guide when we were in amsterdam i was like why are there no men in the red light district and he turned and laughed at me and he said because he was like if a girl wants to get it she just will but like honestly like where is like the male species gotten to the point where like they will literally just be like she likes me I'm gonna fuck her. It, like, it's like, where are the like standards and like just kind of like mental head check of, of do I want this? Like long term, you know, and like I think that like girls too, like they're so like much smarter than we are. I'll admit that. Ooh, no, no, no doubt, no doubt. But you girls like think about it, you're like, could I be with this guy? Maybe I, could I not? Long term, the catastrophizing. <laughs> You're just speaking to my anxiety disorder at this point. But, <laughs> but like, we're like, tonight's the night. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, what, dude? Like, you know, you're gonna wake up tomorrow and be like, what the fuck? You know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, guys have a a hard time looking towards the future, mm-hmm. especially when they get like really drunk. And it's just, it becomes obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Do you and get like, annoyed I, by that? I do. Yeah. I do. Me too. I do. I do. And like, I can't imagine how annoyed you girls get, by the way. I mean, sure. Like I, but I get annoyed by no shame to like girls, but like I get annoyed by that same loop, you know, like. Well, like, you know what the funniest thing is like what we talked about earlier is like not going to the concert and like not doing this. You know what you girls can do? Not fuck those dudes. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you're not wrong. If you, if you like, stop fucking those dudes, they'd be like, this is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So the power is actually in your hands because, like, I, I always say is, like, you girls hold, we want what you have, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. For you the most part. <laughs> for the most part. For the most part. And there, obviously, you're, like, gay men who... who enjoy like other men mm-hmm. the guy i'm talking about mm-hmm. we're talking about the basic 
yeah. basic bitch version of a guy. For sure. Yeah. Totally. What is that? Why is there no fucking name for that? I don't know. Is it just douchebag? I think it's I think it's douchebag. Douche <laughs> what is that? Douchebag? By the way, where is a douchebag? Where do you find like I think you can literally fucking buy them at CBS. I but where? What aisle is it down? Oh, you know the fucked up part of a douchebag is it's unhealthy for you, just so you fucking know. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> for sure. I don't but even no. know what the douchebag aisle is. Is it next to the condoms? I think it's in the feminine care aisle. So, like, next to tampons. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bringing it all back together. This is a big question. I'm oh, God. I'm ready. Jesus. What is the future for you in L.A. and Kid Dangerous, Girl Dangerous, and the Kid Line? Like, where do you think everything is headed? Such a general question i love it okay i i <laughs> should have I, I i should have like a five-year plan for you but well, um you don't need a five-year plan just where do you think we're headed i don't i don't know where we are headed in general mm-hmm. so it's hard to predict i guess i'm gonna start making like mars shirts because like soon we will mars, be on mars, mars. Oh, mars. no mars the no, planet like mars the planet okay so like soon we will be on March. Sure. So I don't like it's hard to predict like who, what, how, when, where. Sure. I would just say that like I'm gonna continue like just being accepting of everyone mm-hmm. that's around me. Mm-hmm. So however that is and however like we evolve in these next four to five years, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, would you have ever thought that like we'd be here? Right no, now. in a pandemic, are you fucking kidding? I know. Absolutely fucking not. I know. Also, where the fuck was that chapter in my high school textbook? Yeah, totally. It's fucking missing. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. I don't even, I'm not going to fucking lie. I'm going to sound really uneducated, but I don't give a fuck. I don't know what a pandemic was until we were in it. <laughs> I'm not. I love like, that. But I, I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, nobody told, there was no chapter on pandemic. Well, like how many, it's, Heart, like, have people close to you died? No. I'm very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And same with me. They haven't. And, I know a lot um, of people have had it. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. I had, like, four of my friends. They'd be in a weekend. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I could go on a tangent about this. Did you hear this. Misty? I'm telling you. She yeah. speaks. You could go on a tangent on this, though. I know. And, like, I don't I don't even want to like start like talking. No, we can't. We we don't even have time. We don't even have time for that shit. But do you think like, especially? I'm sure you fucking hate this term because you did branding and niche before it was cool. Like, where do you see the brand going? I just like want to continue just empower people. Mm -hmm. So wherever that goes, we'll go. Okay. Basically, Mm -hmm. and like. I don't know what's going to happen moving forward mm-hmm. in, like, history. So I just want to be a, a company that empowers all different kinds of races, religions, like, everything. So um, we're ready for it. Mm-hmm. You're ready to take it on. Just move forward. You're ready to move forward. You're over it. I can tell you're over it. Yeah. Yeah. But you are, you've, already, you've always seemed to be in a short little period. I've known you. That you've always been kind of just like ahead of it with that. You're non-conforming, whatever. I'm ready to see a concert again. I'm not ready to see a concert. <laughs> right? Aren't you? Oh, no idea. Can't wait. I talk about this all the time on the fucking podcast. So this will come as no shock. But that this is so fucked up and privileged. And I know it. That I mark... Coachella is like the start of the new year. Yeah. (laughs) Fucked up. I know it, but that's the fucking truth. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I actually saw, so um, Tame Paula played on March 13th in LA Mm -hmm. at the forum. I went to the show and I was like, that was the night that like the NBA shut Shut down. down. And that was like the night that everyone was like, (gasps) oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. So I actually had strokes tickets for that Friday. So it was 
It was a Wednesday, and I was going to see The Strokes on Friday at the Forum as well. That show got canceled. So that was like it for shows. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to say I literally saw the last concert. It was Tim and Paul. Yeah, it's it the last concert. It was like crazy because like I was in like GA mm-hmm. and like people were like holding arms, dancing, like having like such a good time. Which now sounds like a rest. I know. It's like <laughs> it's it feels like a lifetime ago. I know. It's sad how normal this is. And it's a year. It was oh, a year ago. And um it's just we all need to come back from this. Mm-hmm. Like we all I get that like people are scared and all that shit, but like we have to remember that like human contact is what made us who we are. You know? And like gathering at like music festivals and, and music venues and like events and stuff like that is like what made us like meet each other and like build each other up and like build a community. Mm-hmm. And we need to not shy away from that. Right. Which I think is a huge thing both of us have connected on hardly is that we believe in no matter where you go, you should have a community. I agree. And that community will keep you grounded, will keep you going, keep you working hard. And like, that's the hard thing about all that being gone right now. Well, like they haven't even like told us like from making people stay inside, how, like how many like mental health issues are like it's it's awful domestic abuse is up yeah and it's like we could we go down a whole rabbit hole about that but basically we're saying don't be afraid don't be afraid to reconnect when this 100 or whatever is over for you yeah and like i don't know if it's like the vaccine like whatever you need to like get you out of your shell Hit me up, Brett, B-R-E-T-T, at KidDangerous.com. We love that. I'll answer emails. Email him or DM. <laughs> you can, I, I don't have, so, oh, which is a weird. I knew you were going to say so it. So, I, I actually don't have social media. Good for you. It's, it's liberating. Mm, I knew that was weird. And, um, I have, like, people that run my websites. One year shit. So, but me personally, I do not have social media. I I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. I don't care about it. Mm-hmm. And that's not like knocking people who do right. at all. I just don't feel any... Um, it doesn't align with you. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, that, that has been a huge thing I've noticed too is like you have to trust your gut and what aligns with you, which I think even goes back to the whole COVID conversation. We're saying it's like, trust your gut and know what works for you. Like who, what you feel comfortable with, what restaurant you feel comfortable going. But like, if it's important to you or it's not like, it's the same thing. It's like, know your boundaries, take your risks, whatever. Well, it's like, I think we need to like kill like the hate too. So it's like, if, if someone feels a certain way, let them, just be in it. Mm-hmm. Like, does it really affect you? No, it doesn't bother me fucking all. That's been my, that's been a huge part too of I think like you know when like gay marriage became a thing. I'm like, if it doesn't affect you, why does it fucking bother you? Yeah. Like I'm. I didn't ask you to be gay. Like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Like it's like does two people holding hands of the same sex affect oh. you that much? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Who cares? I didn't ask you to do it. Yeah. Which goes back to the whole entire thing of this situation, too. I didn't ask you to do it either. No. Like. You asked me to come do this podcast. I willingly did this. Oh, my God. Brett's in she, she, she didn't force me here. Mm. Granted, she did give me sugar fish. The iconic Well, bride. it's <laughs> such a bri- What a bribe. What a bribe. And Saki and Sapporo. My favorite beer. To sponsors, hopefully, on this podcast. (laughs) No, I really want... I also, like, I literally buy Sugar Fist for all the guests. So I'm like, that's why I texted you. They should sponsor this. Yeah, they should fucking sponsor me. I agree. I agree. Totally agree. All right. We'll head them up. But hopefully we are moving back into our community 
friend-making world, which also I would like to point out is that world exists here and it makes us less shallow. Yeah. It's not a shower. I've met amazing people here. Of course. Like, I'm like, I like to hug people. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. I'm too. I'm so over the fist bump. Oh, I hit the elbow bump. (laughs) The elbow one's the fucking worst. Nothing more lukewarm. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, I don't give a fuck about your elbow. No. And like, why is your elbow safer than like your fist? I don't know. You're already in my space. Um, you're already in my space. <laughs> I'm like, is the hug that bad? No. I don't know. Who knows? Who's the same? Not a scientist. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. I mean, like, let's just all be more appreciative of like what we had before. Right. You know? If anything, we've learned that you need to love what you have. Yeah. And, like, having it, like, all taken away has been, like, a massive wake-up call that I'm, like, fuck. That sitting down in a McDonald's is a fucking privilege. (laughs) No, I'm dead serious. Like, sitting down and eating that McFlurry, that is some real shit. It is. The Oreos. (laughs) Gotta get the Oreos. I'm really crumbles. Nice. Okay. You're in the M&M or the M&M's? M&M. Or both. M&M. M M and M M and M. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's irrelevant. But okay, leave us with this. If you had advice to people, to the peoples, what is your advice to somebody who just moves to LA and wants to start the coveted word, a brand? I would say, um, don't let people like discourage you. So. A ton of people are going to say, like, you can't, you can't, you can't. Just always say that you can, you know? I know it's, like, gets depressing right now, too. Like, people are just, like, super sad about, like, things they can or can't do. And, like, some people, like, are losing their jobs. And I get that. But they're losing jobs I fucking hate it. And so, like, look at this, like, as a moment to be creative and don't take no for an answer. And, like, my parents forever were like, you can't do this. You can't do this. And I was like, fuck you. I can do this. And, like, use people's negativity as as motivation. My That's favorite what, thing is an underdog story. Yeah. I love an underdog story. It's like, tell me no. And it's my favorite thing to be like, watch me other yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. There's nothing more powerful than that. You have to work. I saw this on TikTok, full disclosure. Work so hard that every hater becomes a fan. Yeah, for sure. And like, even if they stay haters, they're haters because they're jealous. They, you know what they I mean? give you the view. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And like, and like, people are going to like bash you on like the internet and all that shit. Don't look at it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even worth your time. You have real friends outside of that. Of course. And like negative energy, it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. So like just stay away from it. And like don't pay attention. Like just keep moving forward with the positive people around you. You'll be good, you know? And just make the move. Just just make the move. Make the move. Make the move. To wherever you want to go. Doesn't have to be here. No. We like it here though. <laughs> I like it here. I fucking love it. I fucking love it here. I have no problem with this place. Me fucking neither. And like, I, I love the weather. Pretty. It's great. It's really nice. <laughs> People talk shit. I love it. I'm like, talk shit all you want. I'm like, you should drive down the rent price. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. For all the people who want to be here. Yeah. On that fucking note, Brett. Blessing. Blessing. Thank you Blessings. so much for coming on this fucking podcast. Guys, please check out Kid Dangerous, Girl Dangerous. The website, the Instagram, you can find them on Revolve. Where else? Free people, anthropology, wherever. Hit me up. Hit him up. So, guys, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that was insightful and fun. Brett is definitely a character, and I just want to say thank you so much again for coming on the podcast, Brett. Uh, Definitely check out Kid Dangerous and Girl Dangerous. You can find it on Revolve, Anthropology, and Free People, and of course, their website, Kid Dangerous. Thank you guys so much again for listening, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) 